This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Hoffman Auto Body, where customer satisfaction is our ultimate goal. Alan Marsh Travel Center, Access Heating and Air, St. Alphonsus Medical Center, Christian Brothers Automotive, Matt Bauscher and Terry Hefner, exceed your real estate goals. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Idaho Independent Bank, the Idaho Bank. Domino's, oh yes we did. Bronco Motors, trust is the bottom line at Bronco. And Grace Assisted Living, Grace is the place. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. Today, our special guest is uh, Rob Ash. Rob played for the Boise State Bronco football team uh, recently and now has moved on into the real world, the business world, and he's also done some youth ministry. And we're going to kind of get caught up with uh, with Rob's uh, career. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Boise State football uh, team and, and what it looks like for next season after the conclusion of spring ball. So first of all, Rob, Welcome to Game Plan for Life. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you for having me here. Absolutely. Well, we're delighted to have you, and uh, I know you've got some interesting things to share. One of the questions, of course, uh, let's let's go back to where you you grew up and went to high school, and how you got to Boise. Yeah, let's go. Let's go way back, as they say, right? <laughs> um, so, raised in the Elk Grove, California, same city as uh, Dinwiddie, um, Brandon Thompson. So, some some pretty well known Boise State alumni. Uh, right there and there. Um, so Brandon Thompson is a really good family friend of mine. And, of course, he played in the Fiesta Bowl right. and was the defensive MVP and all that really great stuff and was able to kind of see his development at Boise State. Didn't know where Idaho even was. Uh, like most Californians, you know, we don't know what Idaho is until we come here, and we love it. It's a beautiful place. Um, so came out here on a visit. Uh, it was actually the Oregon State game, uh, okay. the college football game, really big game, and fell in love with the city, the people uh, specifically. And uh, it's been here ever since. And the place was packed, wasn't it? Oh, it was wild. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was wild. It was wild. So tell us about your football uh, career at Boise State. Yeah, so I came here in 2011 uh, with, with Coach Pete, Coach K, um, with, with that staff there. Um, played from 2011 to 2015, so three under Coach Pete and then two under Coach Harson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was pretty cool to see a transition happen right there. Most players don't get to experience that, but right. I was part of that experience. Uh, I was also part of a couple of Mountain West Conference championships, um, part of the Fiesta Bowl, of course, versus Arizona, right. and then also was the Lyle Smith Award winner uh, in the 2015 season. So Fantastic. that was pretty cool. Well, congratulations. So um, I'm sure people wonder what when a, when a coaching change occurs and coaches leave and new coaches come in. How hard is that on the players? You know, I think it kind of depends on, on the culture, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big part of Boise State and a lot of things that I do now is it's, it's all about the culture. Um, once If the players understand and are, are bought in with the culture of, of a program or a coaching style, then it's pretty easy for a coach to kind of carry that flag and bring it back into uh, how they, they coach as well. So with Boise State, Coach Harson, uh, being a Boise State guy, he knows the culture. He knows how to coach. Right. Amazing. Uh, we trusted him. We knew that he could do, do the job well. 
Um, so, that, so that transition wasn't really difficult. If anything, it was just different because we knew how to play. We knew the culture of Boise State to bleed blue, you know, to be blue collar. Um, so it was just kind of like, okay, hey, Coach Pete's gone, and here's Coach Harson. Yep. So it was, it was pretty, honestly, pretty pretty fluid. Yeah, yeah. Were, were a lot of the players uh, surprised or disappointed when Coach Pete left? Pro- probably he'd had a lot of other attention, so maybe not a big surprise. Yeah, I think I think if anything, the general consensus was just, just a fear, if that makes sense, because, you know, you, you come in uh, under a coach and another one, another one comes, and you don't really know what's going to happen. You, you know, you don't. And that's just part of life. You don't know what's next, but once again, it's trusting the process, trusting the department that they hire a great staff, uh, trusting the players. Hey, you know how to play. Uh, just trust that you know what you're doing, and it should be fine. Yeah, yeah. So, Rob, after graduation, um, take us up to the current time. Uh, what What did you do right after graduation? And, and I know you've moved through a couple of different things. Uh, yeah. Bring us up to date on that. Yeah, so after, after football, um, I think it was – a pretty crucial time in my life because you know playing ball for 22 years of my life yep. I didn't know what I was going to do next um, and so I was blessed enough to have some amazing pastors in my life mm-hmm. um, that kind of spoke you know um, courage into me and, and spoke you know um, this a future for, for my life and mm-hmm. um, was actually involved my senior year in football at Boise State in junior high ministry at Capitol Church with yes. Mark Thornton right. who was who still is um, our our pastor for football during games, our, our chaplain. He's an amazing chaplain, guy. Yes, uh, Mark T, uh, shout him out right now. He's an amazing guy. Yep. He works so hard. Yep. He's been um, on Game Plan for a while. Yeah, We've had a good, a good show with him, too. He's amazing. Um, and so Mark T and Pastor Mark Francie um, kind of spoke into me. So I was able to do junior high ministry my senior year up at Boise State. Um, and so they have this program there at Capitol Church called Interns. Um, I was actually able to join this intern program. Uh, did two years of it. This is my last year right now. I was still able to just develop my foundations in Christ and develop my foundations in, in who I wanted to be as, as a man, right. uh, which is important because, you know, you have this identity and it goes away. Yep. And once again, that transition phase kind of happens. <laughs> like, oh, what am I going to do? What is this? And you have that fear in your life, but you have to look back and say, hey, where are my foundations? Yeah. You know, so be able to look back and build and grow my foundations in Christ was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so good. And and we all need role models and mentors, and uh, mentors matter greatly. Definitely. And, and I know you've had some great ones, and especially Mark Thornton. And uh, so, yeah. Um, so, what else have you been doing besides yeah. that? Yeah. So, once, so continue on from interns right now. I do junior high ministry at Capitol Church, which has been the biggest blessing in my life. Uh, I mean, I have some pretty pretty cool kids yeah uh, they're most of them are pretty athletic or most of them are pretty just just genius kids you know they're yeah. they're leaders world shakers um, have some amazing leaders around me as well in high school and college um besides that uh i work for boise state uh once again i, I bleed blue through yep. and through and i was able to um work in the ticket office there uh under brad LaRonda's assistant ad outside and was able to get hired on into uh, ticket sales and do season basketball football, group tickets, um, and all, all that stuff. So really being able to, you know, bleed into uh, what Boise State means on the outside realm. So it's, it's, been pretty, it's been pretty amazing seeing, you know, hey, the football side of it and then going yep. into the business side of, of sports, you know, right. pretty eye-opening. Right, yeah. Once a Bronco, always a Bronco. That's right, <laughs> always. Well, um, Mark, or uh, Rob, you're just getting started and a lot of great things ahead for you and and uh, sure appreciate your attitude and your effort and all that you're doing for the young people. I mean, that's that's really the the best investment that we can make is, mm-hmm. is in our youth. And uh, 
So we, we talk about building a game plan, and obviously a, a game plan for life, and that's kind of what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been through the football thing, Boise State, and now you, you, you've got a game plan going forward. And So how has the football program helped prepare you for, for the rest of your life? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing was uh, with Coach P and with Coach Harson was to was to know your brand, was to know your reason why, um, and so being able to to have an amazing reason why with Boise State football, and then being able to stop, pull back, and kind of create my own reason why that I do things, um, was able I was able to lead myself into my three my three reasons why my three L's is what mm-hmm. I call it. Yeah. Um, and so being able to, to do that, um, I think has really set. A standard in my life. If it doesn't align with my three whys, mm-hmm. um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Right. You know. So. Well, that's that's good. You got to have some boundaries and, and stay within them. So, um, talk about uh, what I know. Your faith is really important to you, mm-hmm. and and how are you able to use that, perhaps in the community or in the, with the youth that you're that you're uh, working with? Yeah. What role does that play? Yeah, so kind of going off the three whys and my role and why I kind of do everything that I do right now. Um, so my three whys are to love, to lead, and to leave. Um, so I want to love everyone the same way God does. So mm-hmm. if I don't know you, I'm still going to love you. If we're not really even great friends, I'm still going to love you. Um, to lead, I'm going to lead you to your to your future, to your, to your God-given purpose in your life. I'm going to help you achieve what you want to achieve mm-hmm. in life. Um, if that's even spiritual, then if not, okay, I'm fine with that. If you want to be the, the next best billionaire, then how can I help you? How can I lead you to that future? Um, and then leave, right? I want to leave everything better than how I found it. Mm. Um, so with, with junior high ministry, with, with everything that I do in the community, it's all based off those three, three L's. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if I meet a person out on the side of the street, I'm going to love them up, you know, you I'm going to make sure, Hey, well, how can I help you? You know, mm-hmm. I think today, um, the world kind of does hurt. Um, it's not enough love in the world, not, yeah. not a, a, enough um, unselfishness or having your hands open in the world. And then people just leave destruction behind them yeah. sometimes, too. Yeah. So I kind of want to set myself apart and do the opposite of what the world is so conditioned to do. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So where does Rob want to go from here? I mean, what oh, are some of your your, your longer uh, reaching goals? What, what things would you li- like to accomplish in life? That's a great, great question. Kind of going through that questions right now in my life, you know, because you you get into that phase, you 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 reach your next step, and then you have to stop and you know re reevaluate and kind of see what you want to do do next. And uh, coach, it's it's a good question. <laughs> um, looking looking back past two years, you know, my entire goals have have flipped and changed. Um, honestly, if if my vision, my my where I want to be is, I just want to be happy. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and happy, or in other words, I want to be in joy. I always say, hey, joy is a noun. It's yes. a place you can be in. Yeah. Uh, so I always want to be stepping into joy. I want to step into peace consistently. Um, so with that, man, it, it comes down to the people around me, though, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to be surrounded by, in the next 10, 15 years, a solid group of people um, who are pursuing God's kingdom and pursuing to hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could be anywhere, it would be where the hurt is. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good answer, honestly, is I want to be where people are hurting. Yeah. Um, and that's going to take me, you know, making myself stronger, preparing myself for for that future battle, whatever that looks like. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, like I mentioned earlier, we, we need great role models and mentors and, and helping lead young people in, in the right direction, on the right path. Um, I think that, that is so important. So um, when you're working with the youth, um, what what do you see as some of their biggest 
problems or challenges? What are they struggling yeah. with? Good question. Um, I think right now the, the biggest problem with the youth, I wouldn't even call it a problem. It's, I mean, it's always been a situation, but I think now it's it's more noticeable um, is identity, mm-hmm. um, knowing who they are and whose they are. Um, now the social media, you know, you can you can be perceived as whatever you want to be perceived as. You can create your own image in the click of a button, yeah. um, which to me is, is crazy. It's it's wild. Um and I think these junior hires right now, even these high schoolers, they really do struggle. Most of them struggle with who who am I or what do I want to be and how I want to be perceived. You know, um, it breaks a lot of these kids, including myself. Sometimes we break down saying, oh, man, that's not how I wanted to be seen as, you know. But in reality, um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, who whose am I truly? Right. You know, who do I really belong to? And am I reflecting that ownership? Mm-hmm. Am I reflecting the, the, the kingdom uh, my purpose, the way I see myself on the outside. Um, and that's, identity is a big one. And even just the typical, you know, peer, peer pressure, yeah. um, which kind of flows into identity, um, not, not being sure. Um, and kind of wanting to follow in with, with the crowd, but I think everyone wants to stand out though too, mm-hmm. but it takes courage to, to stand out. You absolutely. Know? So I think those two are pretty, yeah, pretty big yeah, with our kids absolutely. nowadays. You mentioned uh, social media and, and we're in such a, social crazy media stage <laughs> yeah. of life that uh how do you bal- how do you help kids balance themselves so they're not overtaken by it i guess is what i'm yeah, going yeah 100 percent um well first things first go ahead and follow me on instagram just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think i mean honestly though i think the, the the big thing there is to is to make sure they know who they are um and then even with with their own social medias it's a platform yeah. Um, it could be used as positive or as negative. Um, and there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. Um, so being being aware of of what you're doing, what you're posting, how you're posting it, um, being being in the world, but not being of the world is mm-hmm. also very, very crucial. Right now we're going through a junior high uh, theme of being where the wild things are, you know, being being, you know, in proximity to the pain and to the hurt, but not being affected by it. Yeah. Um, always tell my junior high kids, you know, my circumstances will not be determined by my, uh, my, my character, sorry, will not be determined by my circumstances. Um, so being able to say, Hey, you know, this is what I am, who I am, but I will also be here to help you out, to be the light to the earth. And social media can be good and bad. It's just being able to be strong enough to use it for the good and not be affected by the bad. Be be wise about it. Exactly. And and your time, you know, time management is such a huge area, especially for young, you know, young people too, because they can, get caught up on, on uh, the social media stuff, and uh, boy, that's that's not always good. But uh, well, one thing I, I do want to talk a little bit about today, uh, Rob, and I, I did a program with Mark Thornton on this very topic. Okay. And, you know, our country is, is struggling. There's there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, the racial uh, unrest, I guess, put it mildly, is something that's very important. And from your perspective, you know, where do you see this? How do, how do you see uh, us as Christians, as believers? What role should we play in, in, in this matter? Yeah, I mean, Skip, that's that's it right there on the head. As Christians, uh, what role do we play? Yeah. Um, you have two options, um, to fit in or stand out. Um, and in the day, you know, the, the word says the first commandment is to love God with all your heart. The second is to love your neighbor as you yourself. Um, and that's it right there yeah, yeah. to truly love every single person, 
no matter their, their differences. doesn't mean you have to like them, but you do have to love them. Yeah. You know, love them as your brother. You guys share the same blood. Yeah. You share the same blood. Um, and I think right now that's just where the world is right now. Um, we do have so much divide. Um, and it doesn't really fit in with what the word says. It doesn't really fit in with what it means to be Christian. You know, um, I think if you stop and you look at every single person, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, they're all the same. Yeah. You know, they, they all bleed. Um, they all have feelings. They all have emotions. And you can find something you like about every single person. Sure. Um, and that's, and that's the thing I teach my junior hires is that you might not have to like somebody, mm-hmm. but you do have to love them. Um, you have to be there with, with your hand out, ready to help the hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, in this in this world, it, it is lacking. We yes, we, we is. see it every single day. Um, people are very self driven, self motivated, and right. after themselves. And as Christians, we have to stop and flip the script and do what we're supposed to be and be the be the open hand. Right. You know, be the be the person that's willing to stop for a second and, and be different, be quote unquote countercultural, countercultural and love the individual who no one else loves or likes mm-hmm. or is scared of, or doesn't even agree with them like with politics wise. Right. Um, I mean, that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. Uh, you know, a good example is a, is a football huddle. When you get into mm-hmm. a huddle, you get you know, maybe red, yellow, black, and white. Yeah. All in that huddle. <laughs> so and, true. And it's, they're, they're on the same team. Yeah. They're, they're, they're working for the same, striving for the same goals. And same goals. The same thing's true when we get to heaven. It's not going to be a matter of color. It's going to be a matter of character. And, Amen. And, and, yeah. And the decisions that we've made. And uh, so, yeah, I just think that uh, as Christians, we have a, a very important role to play in this in this uh, stuff that's going on in the country nowadays. And, and to be an example, you know, to be a leader and an example, of the right way to do it, like you say, to love people. And, uh, that, you know, that's, that's so important. It's a great point, Coach. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even in the huddle with, with, with football, um, you do have so many different races, ethnicities, backgrounds, yeah. uh, past, past experience, you know. Um, but what you really do see is they have one goal in common. They want to win. Yeah. And they're all willing to stop and put themselves aside, be part of the team, and strive towards towards that goal. Yeah. And I, I know this for a fact. If if all the Christians in the world stopped and really focused on the one true goal yeah. of being a Christian as to spread the good news, um, the world would be so much different. Oh, you know, it would be if we were all on the same page, like, hey, whatever we can do to make this news, yes. this, this gospel known, just imagine how amazing this world would really be. Yeah. Um, how unselfish, how yeah. giving, how caring, and how kind it would look. You know, it would be right. a utopia in, in reality, you know? Yeah. And we can tell the most about a person by how he treats others. Yep. And, and you know, I, going back to the, the football example again, I mean, the football team, um, there's there's no issues there. I mean, once you're on the team, you're part of the team, your brothers, your teammates, you're working together for a common goal. And... Uh, and I've just been amazed that you know how that can happen in, in a, on a football team or other sports too, but then we get out in the, in the wide open world <laughs> and man, it's just crazy. It's just helter skelter and and all kind of stuff. So, what would you say to that, man? <laughs> I, you know, it's to me, it's always just crazy um, if you if you stop and look at what's around you, if you look at people's character, if you look at what they say, what they do, how they walk, and how they talk. Um, I think the biggest, I mean, for for me though too, is is does my walk match my talk? Yeah, and that's so important. You have to ask yourself that, you know, consistently. 
because unfortunately and slash fortunately we carry you know a pretty big a pretty big talk um so you have to make sure you do align as much as as much as you can to align with that walk with your talk. Yeah. Um, you can't say you're Christian and not love your neighbor. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can. It happens all the time. But does it really mean you're Christian? Right. Does it really mean that, that you love God and love your neighbor as you, yourself? Um, so it's so important that instead of being out in the chaos, you stop and focus on yourself and say, hey, what am I doing? Am I walking, right. aligning with my talk? You know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people are watching. Everyone's always and, watching. And, and especially <laughs> the young people. Um, yeah, so true. And, and when you declare yourself to be a Christian or a believer, why, they're watching even more intensely because they want to see you fall. They want to see you make a big mistake or right. something. And that's that's just how the nature of people. But that's why it is so important to uh, to walk your talk. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, chaplain, Mark Thornton, and, oh, and what on. role that he plays in the Boise State football program. I mean, we know what he does at Capital Christian. He's got all kinds of responsibilities there. But with the football program, tell us how it works. So, man, Mark T., if you can, if you can, you know, we're just talking about walking the walk and talking the talk. Yeah. That man is the, the epitome of, of that right there. Um, not only does he talk and amazing, he can sing amazing, though, too, by the <laughs> way. He has an yeah. amazing voice. Yes, he does. Not does he walk the walk, man, but he talks the talk. He, he will stop and drop and roll to make an impact on one person, you yeah. know, and with Boise State football, he is, he's a pivotal, I mean, he is so crucial uh, to all these kids because um, every single day before the game, we have a, a little chaplain, it's like a half hour, and for some of us, I mean, for me, it was the first, you know, church experience I had yeah. was, was in the half hour pregame mm-hmm. um, little speech, quote unquote speech, right? right? And, you know, it was, it was encouraging. It was, yeah. you would go into this, uh, building into this little meeting hall and uh, Pastor Mark would have you know a quick little word and have a little f- card for you to take home and look at it and I still have most of those cards for the past five years because they're so impactful you know and um, you have kids from different backgrounds, different experiences with religion mm-hmm. and he's able to to man just talk to just any kind of doubt they have in a half hour, that's incredible. Oh absolutely. People to, to look someone in the eyes and you know, see their heart and see their hurt and be able to speak into that in a half hour time and you actually see a change, that just shows two things, how much he listens to God and how much God wants to, um, to speak to you, mm-hmm. you know. And um, in those in those moments there as, as chaplain, I mean, I've seen, you know, as small as five people up to the entire team. I mean, yeah. we, we had times with uh, my senior class that we would have prayer before games and our entire team would be out there, you know, and not all of them are believers, but we believe in prayer, yeah. believe in something better than ourselves, yeah. bigger than, than ourselves. And that's a testament, testament to Pastor Mark. Um, you see us, you know, running out on the field and taking a knee and, and praying before a game yeah. and giving God all the glory. Um, that isn't really common a lot of times. You don't really see a lot of teams at, at that level right. um, all be on the same page. I think that's something that is, is kind of engraved into the Boise State, yeah. um, you know, blood. Yep. Is that with Pastor Mark, you kind of created this culture of – being being open, you know, having your heart open and um, being willing to, to serve others and to make an impact, uh, not just on the field, but off the field. I remember, like I said, one more thing about him. Mm-hmm. He had this phrase that still this day sticks to me. He always would say, um, we're Christians cleverly disguised as something else. Mm-hmm. So he would say, hey, Rob, you're a Christian cleverly disguised as a football player. So how can your disguise make an impact for the world yeah. as a Christian. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just, God has given us abilities and gifts and platforms 
but we're disguised, you know, in reality, we're just Christians. Oh, yeah. Which is honestly one of the most powerful statements, yeah, you know. So you're, true. You're a radio host, you're a coach, you're a pastor, you know, but what are you really? You're a Christian. Right. You know, you might be a parent, stay-at-home mom, but that's your disguise. In reality, you're, you're, you're a Christian. Um, and so, remember, you know, hearing that little message right there always, always changed my perspective. You know, every single play out there was, okay, how am I going to react and respond? Not as a disguise, as a football player, but as my true form, my true self as a Christian. Yeah. So, Pastor Mark, if you are listening to this, man, I love you so much. You're an amazing man of God, you know. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, love you. Yeah, yeah. Powerful stuff. Powerful. So, um, when I was a coach at Boise State, we, we kind of started that chapel process, and we had it before <clears throat> every game, the night before the game, and we had a little time of the on the game day. and But you think about it, just taking your example, so you were there five years, right? Mm-hmm. In, in an average maybe of 11 or 12 games a year. So you, it's 11 or 12 opportunities for someone to hear a message that's so important. Yes. And times five, you know, it's well over 50 times in Game Plan for Life is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Brothers of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. Bacon, you gotta love it. Mass Mutual, we'll help you get there. The Eagle and the North End 76 and on-the-fly service stations on Collister and State. All family-owned and Idaho-grown. Hendrickson's Fine Jewelry. McDowell's Specialty Repair and Summer's Funeral Home. Every life leaves a legacy. Ryman's Paint and Window Covering. Family owned and Idaho grown. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.